The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Well, another episode of UFC Unfiltered. Not only do I do a read for Lyft, yes. which is stellar. Love it. George St. Pierre calls in. Yes. A terrific call from George. And Matt and I talk a little shit about movies. We oh. talk a little UFC. We talk a little about my dating. Yes. And Matt's hot, sexy weekend. Ooh. Rough. UFC and Digital Media present UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Serra, powered by Digital Media. Find your voice. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Good afternoon or evening or morning, whenever you're listening to this fine podcast. Matt Serra and myself, Hi. the producer. Yes. And a lot the of whole, ground to cover. The whole today. team. The whole team. It's very small team. Small team. We have uh, GSP on the phone at one point today. We were hoping for Tyron Woodley, but they said Tyron is traveling. Um, I'd like to catch up with George. I haven't talked to George in a while. Yeah. Last thing you said to George was, here, eat this. And you punch him in the face. Actually, I think we had the rematch since then. He goes, eat this, and he needed me in my side. But hey, whatever it is. You still punch him in the face. It's all right. I think, listen, we have a clean slate. Where do you keep your I beat him. He beat You know know what's so funny about that, that you asked that? Is that... um, I had my uh, who was over the other day? One of my my um, my kids, Johnny Hendricks. No, he oh, wasn't well. over. I'd invite him over though. I Me like Johnny. I, I like that Johnny Hendricks a lot. From this show, I feel we got to know him better. I really do, and I like yeah. that Johnny Hendricks. But yeah, so so my buddy Pete Drago Cell got me a beautiful case to put my my um, my belt in, and then uh, so I have the case in my garage, and I must have took the thing out. So I was looking for it the other day because I had some uh, somebody over that maybe wanted to take a picture with it or whatever. So I can't fucking find a thing. I think it's in a shoe bin. I don't. I hope so. I gotta. Well, the, I hope those thieves that were there that day didn't steal it. Yeah, if they did, you know that sucks. But no, no, because it wasn't in a basement. So I know it's. I know it's somewhere around. I'll find it. Um, <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's more about what it, it represented. I'm just. Uh, uh, let's, excuse me. Let's talk about the what the card. Uh, but I, the, the, to me, the most amazing moment of the night after hearing what I heard was uh, Alistair Overeem. That oh. to me was the most amazing. I mean, I, first of all, I didn't think he was going to win. I picked yeah. everything wrong again. Did you really? Yeah. You know, I'm a big Mark. Uh, well, let me tell you, I thought that Overeem was going to win. I actually had him picked, but I really can't take. 
credit for that pick because I thought he'd do it on the floor. I didn't think he'd. I thought he's going to look to take him down and and uh, work him over. Look, he's got great legs, great kicking. Yeah, no, listen. But I thought a punch lands a punch. I know Reem is susceptible for man. for being hit by a big punch and falling. And his chin, it's not that it's suspect, but it is. Well, I mean, you don't want to say that. He's it a little older. Rude, I mean, he's been fighting for well, a long time. When your lights get put out, yeah. again, it's that much more likely that you get hit again. You can be going out easier than you did back in the day when, you know, when you first started or before you've been through so many wars, yeah. you know, through, before you took so many punches, uh, especially at heavyweight. So, I mean, you know, I was worried about, because Mark, Mark uh, even though Mark Hunt's been put put down before, He's known I think for his only chin. once. Didn't he only get put down once? I want to say by was it Travis Brown? No, J- it was J- at, uh, J- uh, JDS, JDS, Junior Dos Santos. Didn't or did Velasquez? Junior uh, Dos Santos Velasquez, did a um, spin kick him off the head. <laughs> did Verdum fight Hunter? No. Uh, oh yeah, he need him did in he, the face. He did put him in the knee. Yeah, right, he's okay. another one that yeah, needed him. Very good, him Jimmy. That's, That's right, Jimmy. Very, very good. Um, um, I was worried about this. Uh, could Mark Hunt, you know, again, like you said, he's been put out a couple of times after a long time of not. Yeah. And but if he hits you once, you know, he gets the right shot, you're done. But let's talk about those knees. Ooh. Over him. Yeah. They don't look as painful as I'm sure they are. <laughs> Really? Yeah, they look unpleasant. In, in replay, you're like, oh god, that's no awful. that that one in the first one. You see his knees give and then catch. Like he almost was dropped right for it was he never that he, well. It was only a split second after that that he followed up with the following knee that kind of glanced and then that that right hand I believe that just sealed it. But he was already on his way down. And uh, do you and think, that was a face plant? That was that that was not pretty. I'll tell you what what, what Mark Hunt did well was they got in the clinch when he closed the distance a little bit and they got into a clinch and he was throwing elbows. He threw yeah. a couple of fucking yeah. great elbows. Oh no, listen, he's a, that guy's a. A, you know he's a dangerous dude he put to sleep a lot of people he's known for that mark hunt walk off you know what i mean the guys are like like a tree falling and he's walking off already, right you know celebrating but listen man did overeem look a little heavier than normal to you he looked like he was a, i'm wondering if that was he wanted to bulk up for it looked, uh yeah it definitely looked a for little mark bit hunt. more uh yeah he looked pretty solid he looked in really great shape and he said he took some time. He said he took some time. He could have fought earlier. But what was really impressive is this. And now you, this is what I think you were about to get to. Is that he had food poisoning. Food poisoning. And he was in the, he was in the, he wasn't even, and what I even like, what's even more impressive, the fact that he fought and he was really sick and in the hospital is that he didn't mention a thing. He didn't mention it in the cage to Joe Rogan. He didn't, wasn't mentioning it backstage uh, during the post-fight press conference. Dana actually went to him, and you hear Dana, because the mic wasn't too far away, he goes, listen, thank you. He went over to him, said in his ear, but it was loud enough where you, you heard it on the mic until over and put the mic down. He goes, listen, thanks for doing that. We appreciate it. And then Dana was going to walk away, and then he, he said, you know what? He goes, look, do you guys know he was sick? He goes, did you know that? He goes, he, was, he had f- food poisoning, throwing up, and all the stuff that comes with it, and that, uh, you know, he was in the hospital. He came back, went back to the hospital. This is, I mean... Look, man. How bad does Mark Hunt feel to know that he got knocked oh, out shit, by a guy who was, who was vomiting and shitting 10 minutes ago? <laughs> Poor Mark Hunt. That's definitely a little uh, salt in the wound. That's, but I mean, Overeem, to have that kind of tank, to be able to do that after Dude. vomiting, although I'm, I'm sure it helps with a weight cut, but to be puking. <laughs> was, what do they eat? Was, what do they eat? They gave him food poisoning. I don't know, man. I, I bet you he had sushi. I'm going to bet you it was fucking raw fish. I wouldn't eat that shit. Because that's not that fattening. So you could probably eat that the night before a fight. Dude, I don't know. I guess I'll, throw, I'll, I'll throw up even without food poisoning. Did he get it after his cut? Like after the weigh-ins? I, I believe so. Because they yeah, said right he's up. He's not trying to cut, though. No, it was Yeah, oh, but it wasn't yeah. the cut. It was after that. It was, it was like within 24 hours. He, but I think the reason he fought 
was he understood that if he had pulled out of that fight, Imagine that. Dana White would have been found swinging by the neck. Yeah, yeah, right. Poor Dana would not no, have you been saw able to survive two for fights Dana, it was, you, Dana made a point of it to, to go to that and say it. And, you know, there's other guys in the past, whether it's a, especially after a loss, but they're like, oh, you know, I had a cracked skull or I had this yeah. or that. And it's like, whenever they do that, it's like, oh, because I know what it's like to, no pun intended, come up short in a fight and uh, and want to be like, yeah, but but this happened and that happened. and I, I could have been better if I, I had that. Sure. But you can't do that because you look like an asshole and you showed up. Your opponent, and you don't know what your opponent has. That's right. Nobody's showing up there 100%. Very rarely. Very rarely. Did you, you, usually in a camp, you have to work around something. You do, right? Uh, you do. Like you and my little tendonitis that I've complained about her today, if you want the truth, my little pinky toe yeah. on my left foot's hurting, so I couldn't do the weight vest. If I felt a little today dependent. I, I felt a little like when I was, I had Drago cross sign on me, and I was like, you know, I use my frames. Like I keep frame work up. You understand what mm, I mean by that? No. So, well, it's in other words, like, it's so my, if my arms are out when somebody's across my side, yeah. It's easy for them to get taken in arm locks and you know what I'm saying and strangled and whatnot. It, you know, to set up chokes. But when I have my arms in tight underneath, sure. I can make space. I they're they're then out for the taken. But sometimes when the guy puts the weight, it bends your arm a little more. So that's what you're saying. The tendonitis you might feel. I'd feel it at a lot of other times as well. I wouldn't just have to be framing. <laughs> I'd be doing a lot of things. Oh, I bet. When I, and, and we, uh, I bet. I mean, oh, but but you know what? Be listen. And first, all right, yeah. So big props to. Uh, to Overeem for that fight because that that is really I couldn't get over amazing. that. Mark Hunt looked really because first of all the blonde hair doesn't help when he's bloodied. Hey, what's up, GSP? How you doing, George? I'm happy George. I'm just calling. gonna wait till you guys were done. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm really happy George is calling because I, I don't, I, you know, people think I don't. You know what I don't like? I don't like when people, uh, like like they might like me, but they go, oh man, I love you. I hate I hate that George. I hate that. I go, dude, you could like me and not hate that guy. <laughs> I don't hate George. Why are you hating George? I like George. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like you don't have to choose one or the other. I don't like him more than I like you. Well, I, thank you, Jimmy. If you, if you said you did like him more, I, I swear I would leave. Ho- Overeem, uh, Hunt was bloodied, man. He bloodied Mark Hunt. He really beat him. Although, again, Hunt had a couple of really solid moments, and I think he hurt Overeem yeah. GSP. Hey, George, how you doing? Before I forget... And I don't no. know if you want to get into it now, if we have time before George we do. calls. Because uh, I want to talk about, we have a lot to talk for the main card, and that's what we want to concentrate yep. on. But there's something, um, oh, before, well, first of all, congrats to Albert Morales. I have a little soft spot for the guys we find on Dana White looking for sure. a fight. You see who he fought, right? You know who Albert Morales fought, uh, Crispin Producer? Do you know that? Thomas Almeida? the fuck are you talking about? What? Oh, oh, on this car. I'm Can sorry. Can you get I'm with sorry, the times and stop fucking Twittering? I was texting, trying to get crazy. Crazy. I apologize. <laughs> You're the producer. He fought Andre Sukumtut. Say again? Andre Sukumtut. Oh, Sukumtut. Yeah. Yeah. And he beat him. And I don't know, listen, I, I, the guys we find on the show, I got a little soft spot for because you know, we, we trying to find some talent. I was happy for that guy. But anyway, uh, the fight I, re- I wanted to point out was Darren Elkins. And I got performance of the night. One of those. Look at that. Yeah, he was I just, I just saw that now. He was, and that, and let me tell you about uh, Mursad uh, Bektek. I said that right. That guy's a stud and a half. That was his first loss, and uh, he's a young guy, right? He's a young guy. Yeah. We're going to see him again. Was that his first loss altogether, or just uh, in the UFC? I believe it's his first loss uh, in his professional career. Am I, am I incorrect by thinking he was six and one in his first fight he lost, but he wasn't in the UFC? I think you're wrong. I'm sorry. I don't want to attack you. I think you're thinking of the guy who. Uh, you're thinking of um, 
Yeah, you're thinking of David Taymor. Yeah, too. No, but he's, oh, he's 11 and 1 uh, now, oh. Bechtek, because he lost this fight to. Uh, oh, he was not, but he was 11 and 0. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, he shouldn't have taken him down in the third. I would have thought talked to him about that. Get him by his ear. Pull him by his ear. But I'll tell you, man, that Bechtek looked awesome. But in this sport, you can't overlook what, you know, people say, oh, well, skill set, this. They look at just the skill set. And they say this guy's got this guy outgunned, but you, there's something to be said not only about endurance but about toughness. If a guy's tough, it could, it could make the upset. There's fights where you're looking, and this is, this wasn't, this was, this was pretty bad in a sense where that guy was landing. Um, uh, I'm sorry, let me look at where, where am I looking here? What do they have a minute uh, left in the fight? Uh, no, Elkins had a freaking cut on his forehead. Yeah, that was. I mean. There was no stopping that guy. He was, and <laughs> the best was I looked at that tattoo on his. It was say da- the damage. Damage was it say the damage? The or, damage yeah. That's a you know. I told you before about neck tattoos. Certain guys yeah. don't give certain f's. You see that that tattoo? Damage. Yeah, it, the damage. I have one a little... like that. It's my ass. <laughs> my ass. I have. Disasters. I I get vouch for that, but. uh let me tell you something. That guy doesn't give a shit. He was tough as nails, and that's one of his attributes. There was a fight I seen ages ago. It was Minotauro. This is back in Pride. Minotauro versus versus uh, 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 Crocop, Mirko Crocop. And that fight, when I seen that fight, it was the one Mirko Crocop was kicking him up and down, dropping him, beating him with up. that big left. Kick. It was one of those things where I'm like, it's like, yo, man, he's gonna. Kick. They have this. They. Somebody better stop this. And then I remember the last round, and this was a beating. The last round. This is why Minotauro is like a, a legendary guy. Like fighters look up to this guy. He got a takedown, mounted him. The guy threw him off. He ended up getting an arm lock when he was trying to throw him off, and he ended up winning the fight by armbar. And it, and then they picked him up, and it was a, such an emotional moment. Oh my god, that's one of those fights you're like, because one second, and even a hard, like a tough dude. I was like watching that. I'm like, and I was like, yo, man, they 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 this guy. I'm worried about this guy's health. You know, and then when they turned that around, so it was a similar feel. Sure, I mean, even though Elkin uh, had uh, had had his moments in a sense where, oh look, he's about to turn the tables. He has him up against the fence. It was very short lived until the ending there. So yeah. I mean, big props to him, and uh, and Beckton, we're going to see that guy again because that guy has uh, got a bright future. What a, what a what a great fight! That's a heartbreaking. When you uh, look, anytime you blow a fight, it's a bad feeling, I'm sure. Yeah. But when it's a minute or two left in the third round of a three round fight, it's like it being in a five round fight when you're winning and uh, no one has done a whole lot of damage. And then in the fifth round, you wind up getting knocked down and it almost gets stopped. Tell me about it. Oof. My debut, I, st- I got stopped with like less than 20 seconds left in a fight I was winning. With a I watched that fight fist. recently. Yeah, well, Shawnee Corner. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Watch the rematch, it's better. You were fun to watch, though. Thank you. you. I was going to tell him that too much funny was to watch. I used you to go you were nonstop I was, movement. Yeah, jujitsu. What an animal. Was, my stand up wasn't as 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 dude. As, you were throwing um, kicks to the head. Oh, you I were kicked him in the animal. head. Yeah, I was nonstop. I had the foot on the gas. My endurance was very very good. Ray Longo would really get me in shape. Yeah, but I really didn't have the fighter IQ I had. You as didn't in my stop 30s. moving. You didn't stop trying know. to submit somebody. I was, I was very was, unpleasant looking to fight against. It was fun, Jimmy. I miss it, Jimmy. I know yeah, you do. Right. But listen, I like this though. I do the too. Next chapter of my life. So but let's, uh, let's, let's let's talk for a second about this Wonder Boy. Uh, talk to Tyron me. Woodley. Yeah, title yeah. We're gonna fight. we're gonna go on and off. Very about that. very. I, I felt bad for for Thomas, especially since you know. Well, first of all, who'd you think won? You know, it's I, I guess you could say Wonder Boy three to two, but there's also something to be said with the only damaging moments of the fight were both inflicted by Tyron, 
And to take a champion's belt, I think you have to do something I, to him. You I understand. And now we him. were, and this is what we were talking about actually Saturday night. We were, we were. I was texting you from the castle. Oh, I forgot you went up there. I was in the castle. I was texting Matt. You see that? I didn't. I was probably interrupt him. Yeah. I get laid. Sorry, Matt. I was, had my wife on away. top of me. But uh, no, I had a fun time with my wife. We'll talk about that later. I had, what a great time. I, you know, listen. It's you get the kids out of the, the you know the kids out of the picture. Yeah, but you get you know a little time alone. It's nice, you know. But um. But anyway, uh, did you have a three to two Wonder Boy? I did, and I and the thing is, I know you have to beat the champ to be the champ, that kind yeah. of mentality. But you also look at it round the round, so it doesn't that might mean something if it's the scoring's differently, if the scoring's different, but not. I mean, he out he out he did out score me out. I think I I think it was handedly. Like I remember going into that fifth round. Thinking, man, he's got to actually stop him. <laughs> well, that, well, in the corner, Dean Thomas was telling him, "You have to stop him. You got it. You got to yeah. put him out." He was telling him, "You have to knock him out." And oh, and did he say that? Yes, he t he told me you have to stop him. I think Tyron's corner yes. was worried, but the reality is, at one point, and I think it was in the fourth or maybe in the fifth, they were e or even on punches on significant strikes. And uh, Rogan raised a good point that a lot of those might have come in the second round. Was it the third round when Tyron had him down? Third round. third round. So he said a lot of those might have come then, but they were dead even on significant strikes. Again, I know one was over two rounds. By the end of the second round, they both had fucking nine significant strikes. There was no now beating wait. up the champion there. Yeah. No, yeah, I but love he, Wonderboy. He, he There's nobody land, I want to see champion I think he landed the, the, more, the better shots. I think so, too. If you put kicks to the side of the I face. I mean, again, yeah. when they're on the floor, do they count all those shots as... Big shots, even though they're not that big of shots. If you got them on the floor a little bit and started landing, like right, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's weird with that when they say about the shots. It's like that could be deceiving. They know? were very, very, very both so hesitant, and again, really, really respectful of each other. Yeah. And I think both of them understood that one mistake, you know, and you finished. I know Dana didn't. I, I don't think he was crazy about the fight. I know Joe Rogan really enjoyed the fight. I I enjoyed the fight because it oh it did have that feel of. It could end at any moment on either side. I did not enjoy the fight. I thought like it was really? my husband fight. It's the fucking worst when you're really friends with somebody and you like him. I was like, oh, oh my, be oh, careful. Yeah, <laughs> oh, watch it. He's punching. Yeah, no, it's, it gets you a little... <laughs> like, that got me nervous that last round. Holy but, shit. Yeah, but that was a round where up until that last flurry, I mean, who was winning that round? I mean... But that wasn't you know. even... I don't even think that was a dominant round. He was winning it, but I don't think it was a, it was a tremendous mm. round. I don't think any of the... Like, again, the only times any damage was really inflicted were both by Tyrant. And uh, especially that last moment, and that's what you leave the judges with. Listen, I, I felt, I remember thinking, I felt that, I, I, mean, I was, you know, it's fresh in my mind. I, I felt that one, the boy won three rounds to two. I think and, you're right. You know, and then you get, you know, people make cases for that, that, uh, the 10 8. That terrible, even though it didn't yeah. affect the fight, because that was the guy who called it yeah. raw. So, yeah, but like, I mean, and, and I'm, and listen, you know how much I love one, the boy. Like, a 10-8 round, like, I've seen worse 10-8 round. Like, I know it was the last minute, but he did kind of drop him. He almost, <laughs> I mean, almost, almost no, stopped but he, it almost stopped the fight. So, I mean, you you so... Why, I don't know why they're making that big a deal of the judge that made that a 10-8 round, because isn't that a difference? Like, why is... He, now, listen, that's the... Now you're saying that, that round, where he almost stopped him, sure. is the same as a round where he just got outpointed and he won a 10... They're both 10-9 rounds? How are they both 10-9 rounds? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, all right, listen, that guy was almost out. How come in the other fight, that was a legit 10-8? And this fight wasn't? Because I he, felt in the last... Well, my Personally, I think in the, in the first fight... And that fight, might have been more of a knockdown. It was a lot a lot longer. He was dominating him in the round two. I think he spent yeah. a lot more time on it. I think he did a lot more damage in okay. that first fight. 
uh, and he was on the ground a lot longer. All and he right. really, and he really knocked him. Down. I think it was twice he knocked him down. That and I could see four. a case made for both. I really could, but I don't think it's unheard of. That it, and sure. I, and that's my guy. I'm just saying. I don't think it's unheard of that it's a 10-8. I didn't mind them you know? giving it to Tyron Woodley, even though I was heartbroken for Wonder Boy. But like the bottom line was, he didn't do any damage to Woodley. Like no. he, again, he was he, he was he was very careful. I thought they were both very respectful of, of each other and almost very, too respectful. No, I mean honestly, to make it as yeah. exciting as you'd want it to be. Look, j- just know? because they neither you, you understood that if you if you throw a lazy kick. I think he threw like one leg kick. Yeah. If you, you throw a lazy kick, like he said, no more lazy kicks. But he didn't. Throw but if you're gonna be well, if you're throwing them up high, you got to throw them too. Then, in other words, I, I thought the key to one the boy to win would be a little bit be just be more active and make him work more. Right. I feel he made corrections, but uh, I, I, you know, again, dude. I, I think don't want to. It's hard to nitpick because I feel like almost a cock doing it because. You're not nitpicking, we're just guessing. Yeah, it's, 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 like, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. <laughs> like, I, that's I, our job. Yeah. Look, I think they were both. Uh, he's what I think they were both afraid of. I think Thompson was aware that even though he survived a lot, Tyron can really hurt you if he hits you. So I think he was worried about that and being overcautious. And I also think Tyron was overcautious because he knew he gave fucking Wonderboy everything he had and that fucker still got up and beat him the next round. So they both had a reason to be extremely cautious. He didn't want to gas and I think that he didn't want to get knocked out and possibly... That's personally my take on it because why else would they both be so cautious when they both wanted to, to win the fight? I know. I know. And... uh you know, that ship has sailed, so I want to see what's next for uh, the champ. Yeah, I mean, look, Wonderboy will still be in the top. What, what, do you think, what do you think his ranking is now? Your third? I want to see who they put Wonderboy with now, too, because Wonderboy, it's not like his stock goes down. I mean, nice. the guy, he these are two fights. It's a two, it's like he had two shots at the title now, and and you can make a case that he won both, or you can make a case that he lost both. I mean, oh, you know what I mean? So, Tyron it, just did more damage. That does. They, they were saying it does show something. He's he getting that GSP on the phone. What's going on across over there? There's other fights to talk about too. <laughs> oh, listen, the Rashad, I don't know what order we're going in, but that Rashad Evans fight, I enjoy. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I like that Dan Kelly. Dan Kelly is fun to watch. I love when guys have a unique style. Is there anything and, better than listening to Dominic Cruz talk about how Dan Kelly just doesn't give a shit about the pain? Dominic oh, Cruz yeah. is awesome. Oh, let's talk about that for a second. I love him. Oh, what do oh, we got there? Of course, finally, George St. Pierre. Hello, George. Hey guys, do you, do you hear me? Let me see. Is this on a cell phone? Oh my god, I thought I no. lost my cell phone. I was looking <laughs> everywhere. It, it wasn't my car. It was not in the gym. I was freaking out. Oh my god. <laughs> no, listen. When you feel you lose your phone, it's the worst feeling in the world. I thought that happened to me the other day. I left it in my buddy's car, and I was beside myself. And uh, it's really sad. <laughs> oh no, I, I, I'm really sorry. We take, we make more time after if you don't mind. Uh, we will. I'll stay longer. I'm so sorry, man. I'm, I'm, I really apologize. Nah, George, no problem, man. I'm happy. You, I wish you were in studio. Uh, weren't you just in New York? Are you going to be? I know you're going to be working a lot with John Danaher in these upcoming weeks. Wait a second, is Matt, this is Matt Sarah. I, uh, I didn't know. I didn't know. I knew I had an interview. They didn't tell me it was with you. What's up, man? How are you? Oh, God, George, I miss you, man. I, I was hoping, because I know you're in the city so much, that uh, yeah. with, working with, with our buddy, John Danner, that I was hoping you'd be in studio. Oh, man. But, but next time I come, uh, I'll do But now I'm in Montreal right now. Uh, well, de- we're definitely going to keep you to that. But how's things, man? I'm so excited, as is uh, everybody, yeah. that, you're, that you're coming back, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy. Finally, the, the, the discussion, the negotiation uh, works well, and I'm very happy, you know? What made you want to come back at middleweight? Just an easier cut, or, or did you want to fight sooner than uh, Tyron Woodley would have been able to? Well, look, the truth is this, okay? When we first started the negotiation... 
Wonder Boy was already scheduled to fight uh, Woodley, and uh, the, the, it's actually John Danaher that made, made me think of it. He says, "Why don't you go against Michael Bisping? It's, uh, now you have time to gain weight, and it's a never. It's a new challenge. Uh, Wonder Boy is your friend. He's fighting Woodley. As like uh, you know, I was, I, it was a perfect opportunity, and I saw it." As a good opportunity, because I, I want to make history, you know, I wanted to do something that never been that that at that time never been done. I wanted to get the two titles, and then after, um, well, the, the discussion started to fight uh, Bisping in Canada, and uh, during that time, Wonder Boy and Woodley fought. They made a draw, so they had to fight again. So that's why I'm I'm, I'm fighting uh, Bisping, you know. And he's a guy, he's a, he's a guy to beat. He's a guy with who, who's who's the stocks is the highest right now. He's the biggest draw right now. And you've you've been out for a little over three years, and I think uh, November of 2013. What what kind of sparked your decision to come back? And were any health issues that kept you out have they been resolved? No, the the, the thing is, um, I always wanted to come back. I, I, it was the back of my head. Uh, I didn't like. I was not happy the way the sport was when I when I stopped uh, at the time. I, I, I was, uh, you know, I believe it's like a triangle. You're physical, emotional, and mental. If one of these three things doesn't work well. It affects your performance, you know. And for me, I had like problem, like mental and physical. I was tired. I was over. I was drained. You know, carrying a title, it's a lot of weight on your shoulder. People, they don't realize it's only a few people that can understand that. It's 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 hard to be champion. It's even harder to stay champion. Believe me on that. And I had a lot of pressure. I was, uh, you know, the, the problem with the the performance enhancing drug at the time. So I was just tired. I felt like I like the. I felt a little bit like claustrophobic, so to speak. And uh, the time I took off was very good. Uh, things have improved a lot in the sport. And now I feel I'm in my prime. So I don't want to waste my prime. I love the sport and I want to go back and, and make history. Now, now, George, one of the things that uh, I've been thinking about this, you fighting at middleweight. And I remember, I don't remember who exactly was I can't quote exactly who said it but I believe it was when you were working at Jackson's and you were sparring with a lot of middleweights uh as far as with the feet the floor like you know John John Danaher says you're an expert at the shoot box uh do you does that give you confidence that you worked with a lot of bigger dudes and maybe you feel confident putting them down like you had good sparring sessions with a lot of uh respected middleweights yeah as far uh, with middleweight I spar with light heavyweight too um I even spar uh, with uh, heavyweight sometimes, but but the thing is, at the time the, we were doing it, it's, I don't believe if the guy are heavier, they're better. I don't believe that. The only thing why we don't do it so often is because some freak accident can happen when you slip or the, because the weight are different. Doesn't mean the guys are better. They might hit harder. They might have more weight, carry more weight. It's an advantage, but doesn't mean they're better. And I, I was doing very well. The, the problem is just the, the injuries. It could, it, it could have uh, the chance of injuries, especially uh, during practice, because you need, if you fight a middleweight or a bigger guy, you need to spar with a bigger guy to recreate the same environment. That's why I was not very a big fan of doing it. But now is the perfect timing to do it. I have time to gain a little bit of weight in the, as much as I can. And, uh, and um, yeah, we'll see what's going to happen. I'm very confident. And George, how many fights do you have? Uh, co- are you contracted for? Four fights. Four fights. Okay. Nice. Yes. And do you plan on staying at middle? No, I know. Obviously, it depends on what happens against Bisping. But are you planning on staying at middleweight, or has the thought of going back down to welterweight at some point thought uh, occurred to you? 
Look, I'm going to tell you the truth. It depends what happens, and it depends on how it's going to happen. If I feel great at middleweight, maybe I stay there. If I feel, uh, I feel like, uh, man, it, it, I'm missing, uh, it's not good, you know, I, I don't feel good. Maybe I go down, maybe I... I, I there's three-way class I can fight at. I'm, I'm not lying to you. I'm not a big welterweight. I'm a normal-sized welterweight. I'm, I'm, I walk around 185, between 185 and 190. Even some lightweight are bigger than me sometimes. And, and I feel I could, I could do 155. I'm not a big fan of, of cutting weight. I, I, think I always prioritize my health over my performance. And, by the way, I believe the new, the new weigh-in in the morning before the, the, the fight, I think it's a bad thing. Because now, guys, they, they see it as an opportunity to cut more weight. So I think it's a bad thing. I think it's a bad thing. I told Dana when I saw him. I don't see it as a good thing. Wow. But anyway, I, I, I think we, they, they have to change it because some, one day someone will die. One day someone will die. It will, be, it will affect all of us. It's very bad for your health. should learn maybe from boxing. Maybe do a, do a weigh-in the month before. Uh, do a, a weigh-in the day before and the day of the fight. So you have a certain percentage of your mass that you cannot have, you know, and, and lose. So everybody will be on point and there will not be any discrepancy of, oh, is he a lightweight, a middleweight, or he will, you will fight at your weight. You know what I mean? Oh, you mean, so have a, a one-month-out one. So again, somebody can't have to, you know, be 30 pounds over and have to cut that right before the fight if, if they have to weigh in a month uh, prior. Absolutely, absolutely. It makes a big difference, and, and I, I believe it, it's been done. It's been done at boxing before, and I think it, it should be done in MMA because one day, one day someone will die. I mean, I, I, it's sad to say, but it's it's very bad. It's dangerous. It's very dangerous, and then long term, it's very bad for your body. Well, look what happened with Khabib this weekend. I mean, that was a that was a bummer, man. I was really looking forward sure. to that fight with Khabib, and that weight cut hit him hard. So that's a bummer. And and also, if you do it with this this way, with a, a way in the month before the fight, guys won't be able to to. They will be more regulated. They they won't be able to lose to miss weight all the time because they're gonna have to fight the fight the the, the at their at their own weight class. You know what I mean? I think it, I think it would be a good initiative. But you know, it's who am I? You know, I'm I'm the only one who think that. Maybe there's other guys. You know, if I'm the only one who to talk loud about it i think it's it's never gonna happen let me well george you said about a month, when they weigh in a month before i don't know do they have to be at fighting weight or can they, do they have to be a certain amount of pounds over fighting weight what, what's the rule on that when they weigh in a month before no they they, they, they have a, a percentage of your body mass that they're not allowed to uh, to to pass there's a certain let's say you're uh you you fight for example uh, at for example uh 205 but you're not allowed to be for example uh to lose twenty percent of your body mass, you know what I mean. So, so there is a certain percentage. There is a critic percentage that it affect your your your. It could it could affect your well being. It could be very dangerous. Okay. There is a, a certain percentage of dehydration in your body that is critical. That that you could you can actually die if you if you if you're uh, past that that point, and it's very dangerous. George, I seen uh, the press conference <laughs> with yeah. Michael Bisping. I enjoyed the hell out of that. The first of all, him coming in late and, and either hungover or after an all night bender <laughs> drinking, and uh, your banter back and forth. I think it's going to make the uh, the fight fun. To be honest with you, <laughs> did you enjoy that press conference, or does he get a, does, he, does he does he get under your skin at all? You handled it like a professional. Well, I, I don't really look, uh, Matt. I'm gonna tell you the truth, man. I'm 
English is not my first language. I speak better, much better English than before. Yeah. And also, it's not that it's not my first language. It's, I'm just not good at, at trash talking. Some guys are just <laughs> so good. Like, Charles Sonnen is amazing. Yeah. Conor McGregor is amazing. Yeah. I can I, I pick my fight very carefully. I cannot get into a war of words, even though I don't consider Bisping as a good trash talker. I think he, he's, <laughs> he's horrendous. I think he's... He, I think he's terrible. He's not even good at trash talking. He make him. He, the only thing that he's doing the best thing for me is the more he talk, the more he embarrass himself. You know, so I don't really care. But some guys, I like, for example, like Conor McGregor or, or uh, Charles Sonnen, I would never be able to to get into a war of word with them because they, they're they're just so good. But Michael Bisping, he's, he think he's good, but he's, he's terrible. You know, everything he says doesn't make sense. Oh, and the more great. he opens his mouth, the more he embarrasses himself. So for me, it's a good thing. That's so good. <laughs> well, that was a pretty good response. That, oh, that's so great. That's so great. And George, you mentioned three weights. Now, obviously, uh, middleweight, welterweight. What was the other way? You, you, were you thinking of going lightweight or uh, 155? Yeah, I, 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 I couldn't make it. I couldn't make it to lightweight. Ferraz told me, my coach Ferraz told me a long time ago, he said, why don't you fight lightweight? Why don't you fight lightweight? Why don't you fight lightweight? He keeps bugging me, telling me that I should fight lightweight if I want to, to make a super fight. I said, uh, I never tried it, but I'm pretty sure it would be e easy to do because a lot of the lightweight guys are my size, you know, when they off season. George, uh, you know, one of the things that stood out, and uh, I think it's an unfair criticism of you, and uh, Bisping said it the other day, some other guys said it. And they say, "Oh, George, you're a great athlete, but you're not a you're not a fighter. That's the difference. You're not a fighter." I think that's very unfair. Now, let me tell you something. I've seen fights. First of all, I mean, I could name your fight with BJ Penn, where he got you bloodied up, and you came back to win the next two rounds. Your fight with Carlos Condit, when he kicked you in the head, and you had to survive that and come back. Your fight versus yeah. um, wait, what's the other one I'm thinking of? Matt it's, Sarah. No, well, oh. yeah, when he well, when <laughs> you kick when you kicked my ass. Right, no, <laughs> it's not that. John, John, Johnny Hendricks too. He punched yes, me in the fifth that, round. I come, I came back hard. You know, like, like I, I, I've shown it through my career. The, the thing is, the thing is, I, 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 I believe that I show a lot of heart to a lot of my fight. A lot of the fight that I had, I dominate most of the round, all the rounds. But if you're winning a fight, it's up to the other guy to, to take a chance to open up to make himself. Available for an open up to win the fight. No. If you're winning and everything goes well, it's the art of war, my friend. If everything goes well, you keep doing what you're doing. If you're winning that fight, it's, it's, it's in America. Sometimes we don't understand that because in our culture, a lot of guys go see a bloodbath or yeah. a slugfest. But if you go in Asia, they understand that very well. It's the principle of the art of war. You know what I mean? If I'm losing a fight, if the fight is tight. I need to open up. I'm gonna have to to take risk, and and, and I need to open up, and I, I have to. I'm aware of it. But a lot of the guys that I fought, I would say I beat them mentally before that I beat them physically in a fight. So they accept the defeated even before the end of the fight. So that's why the fight. I got a lot of criticism being boring because the guy they didn't open up to me, and I was just winning. If I'm winning a fight and everything goes well. It's up to my opponent if he's losing to open up and create opportunity. Me, if I'm winning, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. I'm winning. You know what I mean? I'm doing very well. I, you know what I mean? That's yeah. a real that's a real strategy of fighting. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, and if you don't do it that way, most of guys that don't do it this way, they have a very short career and their health is not very good at the end of their career. 
Well, I think that's that you know has to do with a lot of your success. I mean, again, I said it before with John Danaher saying uh, he says it. George is a master of the shoot box. <laughs> that's what he says. I call it. I used to when I used to spar, I used to call it feet the floor. But from closing, you have a very good. And I felt it firsthand, especially in our second fight. You have a very good sense of um of 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 break of closing that distance, and your timing on your takedowns is just uncanny. It's just so on point. Like for instance, um, when we were fighting our second fight, and you would jab, you have a very good jab. You were jabbing me in my head. There's times in sparring. When I let guys jab my head and I wait like it's bothering me and then I get close and I fire off a right hand. When you're jabbing me in my head, I remember being like, all right, keep doing it. I'm going to get you. And then I threw the right hand and you shot exactly when I tried to hit you. And I was just like, ah, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, 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 Matt, Matt, the main reason that happened is because you knocked me out in the first fight, so I knew your right hand was very dangerous, so I was aware of it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, George. I mean, people, you know, they bring up the uh, the first fight a lot, but, you know, hey, listen, as far as I'm concerned, we have a clean slate because you got me back in Canada, my friend, and you were you were on point in that second fight. And uh, at, my very, at my very best, I feel, in that fight, I might have went the distance, but... Uh, I feel like you know you were just so on point. You out, you out, you out fought me, and you were uh, you were phenomenal in Canada, buddy. Uh, but thank you. We we both have our day. We both have yes. our days. We, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have. We, that's right. We were we have a clean slate now. <laughs> we both had good days in there with each other. <laughs> yes, exactly. And have George? Have you seen uh, Hendricks move up to one eighty five? And and uh, what did you think of him against uh, Hector Lombard? How good did he look at one eighty five? He looked very comfortable. Uh, I think he's comfortable, but but I I, I believe. The best Johnny Hendricks that I've seen is gone. Uh, when he fought uh, uh, John Fitch, uh, uh, Martin Kaufman, uh, Carlos Condit, when he fought, he fought me, I think this Johnny Hendricks is gone. I, I didn't feel the same pop, the same explosiveness, the same... Uh, maybe he's going to prove it wrong at 185, maybe. But I, I feel he, he, he's not the same anymore. Yeah, you know, it's funny because Johnny's been on this show before and, uh, yeah, no, and, you know, and you know, he's just another nice guy and and I remember talking to him being like, and I asked him, I go, Johnny, and I brought up those fights. I talked about all the guys he stopped, besides you, of course, I brought up the guys that he stopped and I go, Johnny, I go, you just don't look like as ferocious as you once did. I go, what's kind of, what's the deal? And then that's when he got into the weight cutting and whatnot. And, but he did look, even though he wasn't that as, as ferocious as he's been when he fought you and those other fights, he did look the best he's been looking lately. You yeah, know what I mean? He looks really good at 185, better, yeah. better than he has in the last three fights. That's what I would say. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I, I agree. Uh, we'll, I guess we'll see what's going to happen next for him. If he, if he, maybe if he bounces back like he was before me, I believe he has the, the tools to go back and, the title contention for 185, you know? Did Michael Bisping winning the middleweight championship? Because it really was, it's an amazing story of how he got the belt, and nobody saw this coming. Did that kind of inspire you to come back and say, I think, was he 37 when he won the belt? I mean, did that kind of make you think, hey, man, I, I, there is room for me to come back? As much as an idiot when he's trying to, to trash talk me, <laughs> he is. I admire him as an athlete. He, 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 what he did, it was um, incredible, guys. He, he's 37, I believe. He took that fight on a short notice. Like some guy were not didn't want to take that fight. He's, this guy got balls. I'm gonna tell you the thing, the, the truth. He did not rob the title. He won it and he deserved it. 
He's been very outspoken against performance enhancing drug. Yep. He's one of the guys, I believe, from what I've heard, he didn't make a lot of money as much as he should have made. And as an inspiration, of, as an athlete he is for me, I saw it a great opportunity to come back and fight him. And you've been open in the past about ring rust and your thoughts. How, how do you feel after three and a half years? How do you kind of combat that? Well, it's not like I've been sitting on the couch for the last three, three and a half right. years. I, 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 you know, I, I enjoy my life. I did some other things. I, I love paleontology, dinosaurs. I had a chance to travel the world, go on site, things like that. But I always stay in shape, always uh, train. You're never going to see me. And you're never, fi- never going to find a, a, a period of my life since, I mean, I've never been fat in my life. I've never been out of shape. I'm always, you see my abs, you know, physically I look good. I mean, even awesome. though I go on vacation, drinking and stuff, enjoying my life, I, I always keep myself in shape. There is a line that I never cross. Me too, George. No, no, actually, no, I can't. What are you laughing at, George? <laughs> I'm only kidding. That's great. Yo, George, you're a, you're a big movie buff. You know, I saw Logan. I saw Logan over the I saw the it last night. How great was that? Amazing. Did you see Logan? I did not. I plan on seeing it tonight. Yo, do you really? Because you're a movie guy. You're into that stuff, no? I, I love the Marvels, too. You know, they're, uh-huh. they're awesome. Is that just because my you... Favorite, my favorite was Doctor Strange so far. It was amazing. Wait, wait a second. What about Winter Soldier? You were in Winter Soldier. You fought Captain America. Uh, Winter, Winter Soldier was good. Winter Soldier was all right. But, it was, but I, 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 like, I like Doctor Strange to me was the best Marvel movie they did. I mean, it was really good. Now tell me, I like Doctor, Tr- Doctor Strange. I thought it was, it reminded me a little bit of like the Matrix and, and kind of an Iron Man in between. Right? Uh, what, what did you like so much about it? Because... Um, he wasn't my favorite character. That's why maybe I wasn't so so into it, like I am with Logan. But uh, how, what would you like so much about Doctor Strange? I like I like the 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 charisma of. Uh, I think a lot of it has to do with the actor. I think that the actor did an incredible yeah. job. He, he had a lot of charisma. He, he, he's a very charismatic uh, guy, and it's like fighting. A lot of the most popular fighter are popular because of their charisma. Yes. Sometimes it, does, it has to do with their performance, but it has to do way more with their charisma. If you have a good charisma, you're going to sell the fight, Not, either if you, if you win or lose. If you have a good charisma, that's what sells, my friend. And for a long time, we heard about, uh, we heard about GSP Anderson Silva's super fight. Now that he's fighting at uh, middleweight, is that still possible, or do you think the time for that is past? Ooh. It is, it is possible. That, that, look, the, thing, the truth is this, and, 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 and it's the truth. The only time I've been offered to fight Anderson Silva formally, like formally, like a real offer, was after my fight with Johnny Hendricks when I retired. But it's not because it was Anderson Silva. I would not have fought nobody. You would have fought a midget of three foot tall. I would not even fought him. I, would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to, to fight. I was tired. I needed to take time off. They have, there is talk, we talk about Anderson Silva many times with Lorenzo and Dana. And what I wanted to do at the time, it was a, a big lineup of contenders in, in my division. And I wanted, what, what I wanted to do, if I would have fought him at the time, because I had to defend my title too, I would have done an a catch weight, 177, with Vado. Because Vado was, USADA was not in place back then. And, and I wanted to do the, the, the Vado testing. Uh, for for a performance enhancing drug, but they didn't like. I think the UFC didn't really like the idea at the time. But then uh, after I had to fight other guys, after I blew up my ACL, then I was 
a lot of guys were waiting for me to come back. Then I, you know, I, I didn't have, I didn't have uh, a, a time to stop. I didn't have the opportunity to. Well, and George, how do you feel that uh, USADA has done cleaning up the sport? It's better than it was, but I believe USADA, the system of USADA, is made to catch guy on a long term. Not on a short term. It's made to catch a guy on a long term. Vada, it's 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 made to catch guy on a short term, not on a long term. You understand that? Yeah. What's some the difference? Are, some system is made to catch a guy on the on the long term, right. like USADA, because the way they they take the 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 the, the blood and the, the, the so so it's good too. It's just different system. And, and what's the difference in the other testing that catches you on the short term? How do they do that? The, the weather, you know, they got to test for a certain thing. They, it's like every sport demands different physicality. For example, if you're a, um, a guy that do Tour de France, like a, a bicycle, you know, you're going to use substance like EPO and stuff like that, that, that you know they're going to test it for certain stuff. It's mandatory. For example, if, if you're a, a track, a, a, a sprinter, you're going to use... Uh, some drug that's going to increase your explosion, you know, your reaction time. So in fighting, for instance, it's a lot of stuff for testosterone they use, the guy. You know, we know it. It's not a secret. We know it. So they know that we know that they're going to test. It's mandatory that we, we can tell they're going to test for, for testosterone and, and boosting for the testosterone for a synthetic drug, certain synthetic drug. But in USADA, you don't know you don't know if they test for that, or you don't know if they test for weed or for cocaine. I personally don't care if my opponent smoke a joint before the fight. I hope he actually does, <laughs> because it's going to help me. I care if he takes testosterone, uh, EPO, and stuff like that. That's what I care about. Now, let me ask you, George, are you going to be spending a lot of time in the city with uh, with John Danaher? How... how how important is John Danaher going to be in this camp? Because that guy is, he is, I call him the evil genius. He really is uh, got a unique mind. And I know he plays such a role. Are you going to be here in the city a lot? I call him Supreme Master. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's brilliant. Like Star Wars. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, I, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be there like every month. Oh, I that's... come uh, very often drilling, uh, training with the, the, the squad, you know? Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. Um, well, listen, I can't wait. To, we're we're going to have, before the fight, when is the fight scheduled? Do we know? There has it no dates been oh, announced, no dates. right? All right. Are you looking towards maybe the summer? I'm guessing, if they, are they going to use that as the big, uh, the bigger? Uh, I, be, I, believe, I, believe, I believe we'll be more after the summer, I believe. We'll be more after the summer. Because I need to gain some weight. A lot of things I need to do through the USADA. A, a lot of stuff needs to be done before. So I'm, I'm going to start right now a, a diet. I'm waiting to have the program. To, I'm going to try to gain as much weight as possible. You know, like uh, I might be able to gain uh, 5, 10 pounds of muscle mass. We'll see. And uh, uh, yeah, so I want to make it right. You know, it's a, it's a new uh, turnaround for my career. I want to make it right. I want to make history. I'm, I'm, I'm planning to do it well. Fighting is not about who got the biggest balls. It's not about that. Sometimes it's about choice that you make in your life and, and, and things like that. You know, it's not about who, who's, who make the more, the more noise. By fighting, it's a, if you want to be successful in this racket, you need to be smart and do the right choice at the right time. Was, uh, and, and, and before we let you go, what, was uh, Bisping your first choice of a fight or were there other options that were kind of put before you and you chose Bisping? I wanted to fight Tyron Woodley at one time, uh, but he got scheduled to fight Wonder Boy. We, they, even Tyron put some text message between. I don't know why he put the text message between me and I 
talking because he texts me, so would you fight me? I say, yes, I would fight you, but then he put it in public, and people were like, criticizing, oh, yeah, they tried to make up a fight, they threatened. I'm like, I'm not friend. we just, you know, he asked me, he had my number, he asked me if I want to fight him. I said, yeah, I would fight him, but then it didn't, it didn't work out. Uh, one of the boys, a friend of mine, good friend of mine, he stepped in, and, and um, he had the fight, so I'm, I'm, I was very happy for him, and I thought it was a great opportunity, so I said, you know what, he's going for uh, welterweight title, I'm gonna go for a middleweight title. What did you think of the uh, of, of the Woodley uh, Thompson fight? It was a uh, very a uh, bit of a controversial uh, decision. People kind of split down the middle how they felt it went. What did you think? So, so where I was, I, we were six six guy watching the fight. We all thought Wonder Boy won three of the five round, but. The round that I've been win the more decisively is the one that Tyron Woodley won. So he could go either way, you know. You know the way depend the way you see it. For sure, one the boy is a friend of mine. So I would, if you, I see every round when it goes decision, I see every round like a new fight. Every round is like a fight. I believe one the boy won three fights in, in in three of those those five fights. But but the one that Tyron Woodley uh, uh, won was very decisive. Yeah. So, the, so, the, and also, I think the other round he won is when he had him on the on the ground too. So, any damage inflicted seemed to be done by Woodley. Yes, exactly. Well, uh, we're really psyched that you're back, and uh, you sound great. Like you sound really ready to go, and, and you sound very uh, mentally healthy. So, come in and see us. We we would love to have you in studio when you're in New York. We're here yeah, twice a week. Definitely, man. Or I'll, maybe I'll see you down at Henzo's too. I'll be popping in over there too, George. Awesome, man. Take good care, man, and I'm glad talking to you guys. Sorry again for the... I'm late, man. I, nah. I really apologize. Don't no, apologize, buddy. Thank you so much for talking, Georgie. Take I'll care, see you George. soon. Bye, guys. Take good. care, buddy. What a nice guy. He's always a nice guy. But he, he sounds it, very healthy it mentally. Always, it always bothered me when people would, like, always, like... Uh, it, it was, like, a weird. It was, like, a compliment, but then... I love you, and I hate that Canadian. I'm like, yo, come, and he's the, and this is him. This is George. He's he's been like that from day one. He's just been a nice dude. Well, I was and, the one who uh, said that I didn't, you know, I don't need to see him fight again. But yeah. after hearing the way he sounds right now, he sounds really great and very very clear. Like now, I really want to see him fight. I thought that was very interesting when he brought up how John, because John Danner's got a, the guys are very. We're gonna have him in here when you're in here. Yeah, you'll, you'll pick up. I on may it have right to go away. in there and train with John Danner. Yeah. I've never taken a class in my well, life. Hey, show me how to leg lock real quick, John. Yeah. The guy is a the guy's got one of the best minds on the planet for for Brazilian jiu jitsu for advanced Brazilian jiu jitsu. Well, in jiu jitsu, well, I mean, I'm sure he could bring up a, a white belt. I mean, he could bring. Sure. Like I was taught, it was funny if you listen to the uh, episode with him in here we were discussing jiu-jitsu and he was saying that if he had his his own curriculum from day one he wouldn't even teach them um because he's known for his leg locks that especially lately because his guys are killing it his guy gordon um oh shit Fuck. what the hell's gordon commissioner name? no man oh. <laughs> i know the guy Gordon jump oh, from wkrp in cincinnati What's gordon that just won the ebi last night holy shit man gordon loves jiu-jitsu oh his, uh, uh, gordon, ryan? gordon ryan i don't believe i have that brain fart because i uh, the guy's Unknown guy. He just won the uh, the EBI that's on the UFC Fight Pass, by the way. And he just won that thing. And he didn't even win with, with leg locks. I believe he won with strangles. The guy... No, John's John could make a complete just... You know, he's, he's, he's phenomenal. But again, he is a huge part of uh, George's... Um, 
uh, uh, camp because he really is like the mastermind in there, and he gets the. I mean, and he and he's he's so smart with getting the fight to the floor and without taking damage. That's why George gets a lot of shit because he leaves these fights clean. But it's not like he gets a guy down and holds him. He's getting him down. He's beating him up. Sometimes a guy will get back up and then he'll do it again. It's up for these guys to stop him. There is, and by the way, there is a point that he raised a great point about the boxing. I hadn't thought of that. I didn't realize they did that. But why not to keep guys a little bit healthier? What's that? With the weighing in a month is, before? Yeah. Because the, the weight thing seems to me like it's up to the individual fighter to not do that to himself. But I guess it's hard when you know you guys, you're fighting somebody who's 20 pounds heavier than you. But I, um, I, very, I asked uh, Stephen when he was in, is it more, and I, I remember the clumsy question, I tripped over like a <laughs> dopey that? fruit. But the, uh, the, I, is it more advantageous to fight somebody at your natural weight who happens to be heavier than you, who has had to weight cut, or where well, you're fresher? And uh, yeah. to me, it seems like with, with uh, Khabib, it's a bigger advantage to fight somebody who, at your own weight. Yeah, well, well Frankie it, did that for years. That was what his advantage was. You know, he wasn't cutting any weight when he was fighting yeah. at lightweight. Yeah, if you got to cut yeah. five pounds a week of, all right, three right. pounds. Yeah, you, but again, you missed by six pounds. It's you a, were it's way a weird thing. I mean, look, look at look at Johnny Hendricks, and now he's got. A, what if he fights a guy like Chris Weidman? He'll be up to his chest. I mean, so I understand like guys want to be the yeah. biggest in their weight class and this and that. Yeah, chest. <laughs> what do you got there? I understand what you're saying. Why? I, did, by the way, why did George have to bring up that he always has abs? Like, why'd that get me upset? Because I don't have abs. Because you thought he was saying it in reference to you. you no, as far as I'm concerned, you'll always have abs. <laughs> he wasn't saying that. George is too nice to attack anybody. That's what I'm saying. I like when I was bringing up him, jabbing me in the head and taking me down. And he's like, it's because of your right hand. Like he throws in a compliment. George is a, a lovely good, guy. Uh, what a good guy. I'd be Go happy. Ahead. You know what? And it's funny. I almost asked him because he did take three years off. Yes. And I know he was training. I almost said to him. What? Dude, when you were like, you know, you were in between jobs, you were looking to earn a little extra money, right? He would probably say, yeah. And I'd say, uh, were well, you maybe thinking about putting some money away to your, your college, your kids' college fund? He probably would have said, yes, I am. Yeah. And I, uh, I was going to say to him, are you going to go back to school, maybe get another degree? He probably would have said no. And I was going to say, you're going to write the next great American novel and you need some inspiration or a little time? And he would have said, shut up, Jim. What are you saying? What are, are you saying? Drive Jim, with Lyft. Oh, Lyft. L-Y-F-T. Oh, I was wondering where you would Lyft. I love Lyft. It's the ride-sharing app that lets you oh. be your own boss, pick yes. your own hours, and more importantly, earn up to 1500 bucks a week. Ooh. Driving your own car, which you're going to do anyway. Yes. Look, there's other rideshare apps out there, sure, but Lyft treats their drivers right. It's a flexible way to make extra money anytime from nearly anywhere. All you need is a car and, like I've said, a head and two hands. Maybe not even two hands. What? Maybe one hand. One hand? Lyft drivers can make up to 35 bucks an hour, and you're getting started. It's, it's like a tap away to get started. Tap. Lyft drivers can earn tips through the app. They really do add up fast, and you don't need to wait days or weeks to get paid. You can cash out instantly once you've made $50 thanks to Express Pay. It all adds up. Driving with Lyft, it's super flexible, allows you to keep 100% of your tips so you don't have to pull them with some bum. <laughs> and always there when you need some extra cash. And again, I've raised this before. Comedians, actors, maybe you're a musician. You, don't, you know, well, what am I going to do? Now, the one guy went to rehab. I got to make some extra money in a month that he's in rehab. You know, because I'm the clarinet player, but he's the lead singer. He's more important. So what? You know what? You drive around your lift. Yes. Drive around lift, and you can make your own hours or your own boss. See, people didn't know where I was going with that, but I brought it home. Lift. Sign up today. It's lyft.com slash unfiltered. That way, my pal Matt and Chris, the producer, we all get credit for this, and we do not get fired for bringing in no money. I love Lyft. Right now, Lyft has a special offer for our listeners. 
I said my listeners. Why did they change that to our listeners? I, th- I think you wanted it. I think they finally I changed my it. listeners. Oh. I thought it was our listeners. My buddy. listeners. I'm sorry. All right. You get 500 bucks. <laughs> New driver bonus. After you complete 100 rides within 30 days, that's three a day. If you can't do that, you should just be not earning any money. Right. Go to lyftlift.com slash unfiltered today so you can start making some extra money and getting your $500 new driver bonus. Limited time only and restrictions. Do apply. Lift.com slash unfiltered. Don't be a goose. This is UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans proudly supports UFC Unfiltered. When it comes to the big decision of choosing a mortgage lender, it's important to work with someone you can trust who has your best interest in mind. And with Rocket Mortgage, you'll get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. Don't waste time searching through stacks of paperwork. With Rocket Mortgage, you can securely share your financial info to get mortgage approval in minutes. You can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you get the mortgage solution that's right for you. Whether you're looking to buy a home or refinance your existing mortgage, you can lift the burden of getting a home loan with Rocket Mortgage. Skip the bank, skip the waiting, and go completely online at quickenloans.com slash unfiltered. That's Q-U-I-C-K-E-N loans.com slash unfiltered. An equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states. NMLS consumer access.org number 3030. Now, you know, Khabib, uh, look, they did release a statement. Oh, really? Khabib, no, we're going to What did he say? They said, uh, look, Tony, tough shit. You knew I had to what? lose. What? I kid. I just oh, want to see okay. if you're paying attention. Wow, I was, obviously. I feel bad for Tony, currently Scared. resting in his room. We're not thinking about what's next at this time. I want to sincerely apologize to Tony, his team. The UFC and the fans, we were all looking forward to this fight very much. And Tony, and these guys do not like each other, or it seems they don't like each other, but Tony said on Twitter, I hope you feel better, Khabib. I pray for your recovery. I mean it. Get better. So I guess that when you see a guy, because they said that he really needs to rest after this weight cut. He wound up in the hospital that morning. He didn't go to the hospital that maybe he could have gone to. Dana was indicating that he should have called UFC's doctors. Exactly, because otherwise they would have did the proper steps to make sure if he couldn't fight, he couldn't fight, but... They they know how to go about it the right way instead of some you know hospital where they just throw you in. And the first thing they do is fill you full of fluids. Was there a reason for that? Do you think? Well, I think he said he felt some pain. I don't know. That's pain what they were saying. Who knows? Kidneys or whatever. They don't know. I mean, but he felt some pain, so they got nervous. But I mean, when he why didn't he go to the UFC's doctor? Who knows, man? Does Maybe he think, they, doesn't knows? he know? Dana's not saying it could have been salvaged. He said uh, he uh, it could have been different. He said what could have been different is if he had called uh, Doctor Jeff Davidson or. or Brianna uh, Madison, the two who have handled all the medical UFC stuff, they would have brought him right to the hospital. Apparently, he was treated horrible at Sunrise Hospital Medical Center in Las Vegas. Shocker here in Vegas. That's no shock. He should have gone to Valley Hospital Medical Center. When you walk into some random hospital here in Vegas and they see the guy, they tell him about the weight cut, they just start filling with fluid. I wonder why they did it. Why? And again... Because they feel he's dehydrated. Why didn't they go to the UFC guys? Oh, dude, who knows? They're going to be kicking themselves about that. Or... You know? Or what? I I don't think he wanted out unless he really was... I'm not saying he wanted out. I'm just saying, you know... Well, you're making a face. Making a face. (laughs) I do make faces. Listen, all I know is... And Tony... 
he said the right thing afterwards, yeah, and that was very, that was a very uh, respectful of him. But Dana sure. did say when he broke the news to him, he was as bad as as you could be. Sure, I mean, who? It's just Ferguson was ready, man. Left. And after going through a camp, it, it. I mean, I, I, you almost feel like you have to get something out. It's like what? That's why I feel bad. Does like, he when, get no money now? No, I'm sure he's going to have to sh- the show money at least. I, I believe they're going to have to do something. Well, he offered this. to step in. Uh, Michael Johnson, who's a, a real, you know, a warrior, obviously, offered to step in and fight. Yeah. I will not say it. El Kukui on short notice. The UFC why, did why take the offer. Why would you say that? I don't know. All right. They did take the offer to Tony, but Tony did decline. He tweeted. Uh, Michael tweeted, "I was ready and willing." Uh, to make that title wait for the last minute. Unfortunately, Tony Ferguson uh, declined to catch you around next time. And Tony responded, respect for your willingness to step in. UFC told me it wasn't for the title and it was for less pay, willing to fight for the right. Look, I get that it was not the Nebuchadnezzar fight that we all wanted and were giddy about. Yeah. But to lower the money, like it's not Tony's fault. No, I, no, Tony, listen, Dana, like they should like, Dana said, uh, he doesn't blame Tony at all for that. Thing. No, no, but why not just pay him the same amount of money? Yeah. I mean, how much do you think the money difference was? I don't know what these guys know. make. Um, it was well, probably how, something up there, though. But I mean, don't you think that the pay-per-view buys, the oh, hit I they're going to take in pay-per-views, they might have made up, and they might have made up the money if they just paid Tony the money, because Michael Johnson, he's still fighting. I'm, I'm, we better get Dana on the phone. You I would like to ask him about that. Yell at him. Uh, because, uh, you know, uh, Tony obviously was not prepared for Michael Johnson. He probably yeah. he maybe didn't want to deal with that. Yeah. Like, why deal with that Listen, fucking that fucking guy it's, who beat him when Khabib could be ready in three months and you're already healthy? Yeah, listen. Train he, a little bit. Beep, but a boop, but a beep, but a boop. He wants to talk. With the situation, he, I, I feel he made the right call. Do you? Okay, maybe. I do. I'm just a greedy I fight mean, fan. Listen, I was, I was devastated while I was attacking my wife at the Oika Castle. Yeah, you didn't castle. sound too devastated when you were fucking. What a good time. They're doing whatever it is you were doing good time. up there. You gotta, sometimes you need that for a healthy relationship, man. I've been with my wife almost 10 years. Absolutely. I mean, married. Married 10 years. <laughs> you need that. You need that alone time, Jimmy. I know you do. You know? You should do. It's not the same thing when the kids fall asleep. You need the, you know. You need some time to talk dirty loud. <sighs> just, you know. Just understand. go back like a time machine. Yeah. You know? We didn't even take the same car. We took separate cars. Like we, like we, kind of, we, we kind of bumped into each other in a castle. Did you really? No, not at all. Been but uh, that would have been creepy. I'll meet you there. <laughs> I'd have been like, oh. Meet Sometimes back. I mess around with her. I'm like, so uh, you come here often? She's like, yeah, stop it. I play around. I'll meet you by the Pepsi machine. I'll meet you by the Pepsi machine. <laughs> anyway, what else, Jimmy? Oh, yeah. Oh, we were Vanatta. talking about. Oh, we oh, yeah, talk we about Lana Venata against David Taymor. That was a tremendous, tremendous uh, fight. Taymor's tough. Who was He's the favorite tough. in that? That was Venata. Yeah, I would think Venata was probably favored in that. That's like the silver lining of the Khabib Tony Ferguson fight coming off. It was a fun yeah. fight. That was that a fun fight, got, man. And uh, he's tough that day. He, he's very, very tough. Wow, and he's great a, striker. And it's and and in the beginning, man, you're like, oh, Lando's landing some stuff. But he look he got a little tired, and but so was Tamor. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I'm, I'm was not going to mention. I like the way Tamor started adding those takedowns in. They were like very like well timed, and it was it was might have made a big. It made I thought it made a big difference. You know, nobody wants to hear a man like me with muffin top over his belt buckle discussing people what? who river dance with their hands down. I just think he's got to be careful. <laughs> river dance? <laughs> he fights. He's fun to watch. If not, I mean, he's a fun motherfucker to watch. Because he looks like he's river dancing. He's saying he's river dancing. It, he really, I've said that before. He looks like he's river dancing. I think I told him that. It's like a river dance. He's, he's sliding, but he, I mean, he's obviously got tremendous movement, but that, I think that wears you out a little bit by the second round, especially when your arms are down. You're taking a bunch of hits. I'm thinking of, uh, Thinking of the of uh, the water dancer, uh, I'm thinking of Game of Thrones. Who's Serio Mattel? I don't. Who's know. the guy? To- 
He's like, I don't. Jimmy just wants to be like, you fucking nerd. No, I don't. You call me a nerd. No, you're not a nerd. I listen. You know what I'm talking Logan about? I saw Logan. When he's like, yeah, little girl. No, uh, you. Yeah, the one that trained. Yeah, uh, he was yeah. training Aria. Right. How, how good was Logan? Oh, you saw it? Yes. What, I went on a yeah, date last night. What did you think? Hey, wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 hold on. Wait. What's the name? More important. Let me ask you now. Hello, everybody. Did you see it in 3D? No. Me neither. I wanted to go to IMAX. I got to see it in an IMAX. The young lady friend that I went with Ooh. Uh, just wanted to see something. It was either that or we were going to see Fifty Shades Darker. Ooh. So instead you saw Wolverine slashing and yeah, because that Killing represents everybody. me sexually better. <laughs> um, but no, I, I didn't want to see. But the kid was great in that movie. Oh, what a good that girl was great. That's one of the best superhero that was a great movies movie. ever. How great was that? Is that one of the best ever? It was up. You should see Deadpool, by the way. And let me ask you: They do acknowledge the X Men comic book in this, but do they do that in other X Men films? No, I but love that no, they did but it. the way they did it was so great in that universe. Like in, they became like the X Men were real, and it's almost like they made yes, comic book about them. Yeah, it wasn't like the fourth wall getting broken. No, no, no. That's that's what people thought when they saw the commercial. Because in Deadpool, there he breaks down the no, 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 no. It wasn't like that. This was about that. In that world, they were known as mutants, and they had made a comic yes. book about them. And he's like, oh, "That's bullshit." He's like, "Ah, oh, the way he's like around twenty uh, percent of that uh, actually happened." How good? It wasn't how like good that. was that movie? It was so good. I thought, and I thought Professor X, uh, Patrick Stewart. I loved them in that. They were great. They were, and, and, and Stephen Merchant. Isn't it funny how the who's that? Oh, is that Pierce? Is that the guy with the, is that the guy with the hand? The white guy. No, that was the pale dude, the fucking sniffer. Oh, oh, oh! You're thinking of um. Caliban. I'll tell His you who Stephen, Stephen Merchant is. Co-creator of the British Office, and he starred in in uh, Hello Ladies on HBO. He's oh a God. tall, gangly fellow. That was really, a fun movie. Brilliant. The movie was just so well done, and it was violent. Oh, was it But great? it was much neat. It was like violent for the right... I mean, listen, the guy's got claws, and the girl... What do you think of the claws through the neck of people? Oh, that's oh, a They were way. just... It was... Oof. It was the way a Wolverine movie should be done. And she had fucking claws in the back because she was female. In her, yeah. Holy man. shit. She was, it was awesome because she was cool. Like, she was like a tough little girl. I hate kids in movies. She was great. She was great. She was great. And, and like, usually, yes, usually it would be a turn off. Like, oh, look at this little kid acting like tough. But even the, like, the first scene, they showed it on the commercial when she comes out. And, but in the, in this one's a little bit different because she had the guy's head off. But, uh, I, you know, I don't want to do too many spoilers, but it no. was so good. So I won't good. give any spoilers. I'll ask this. At any point in the movie, Talk in the middle me. of the movie, whatever. Yes. At any no point pee in breaks. The movie, no, no. I pissed. I literally pissed twenty five times. But I have a bad bladder. Okay. I was by the exit. So Thank the good Lord. Talk to me. Did you at any point in the movie tear up a little? At the ending, a little bit. Well, I don't want to say when. I said it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Can we? Uh, no, don't edit. No, no, not edit. Well, I don't want to say you're not funny because you just it. said the whole thing you just said I was not, basically for me not to say that. I didn't want to say when, Matt. <laughs> so I, I pointed it right out. So what I'm saying is... Oh, shit. It would be funny to cover that part up. Not edit it no. out. You want, you want to say it? How are we going to cover it up? Just put a noise over it. Bah! Yeah, All put right. this over... No, no, but as I'm telling the audience that we're doing it, like as a funny part so we're not blowing something, I think yeah. it's hilarious. Actually, where do we leave it? <laughs> You know what? Fuck it, leave it. But I didn't say what happens or no, anything. Right. You didn't. It could have been happy cry. It, it's something the girl said. I'm not saying it's not happy. It's something the right. girl said, and it made me. It's like when she said that, it made me kind of teary because I am a mutant. No, I'm a father. But that, well, listen, I don't want to talk too much about it. But it's very. She's a lot like you, Logan. Very much like you. That's my Patrick Stewart. 
Someone will, yeah, and, and I like I like when Wolverine Logan calls him. Somebody will come along. Somebody has come along. Yeah. He was great. Somebody Patrick Stewart. Has. I can't do it. He doesn't want I, I do a great Patrick it. Stewart. I, I, you do a great one? I, I do Nicholson as professor. Hey there, Wolverine. <laughs> Carve your claws up. <laughs> I, I, I swear, I close my eyes. I think he's here. You know, uh, and Patrick Stewart said he doesn't want to do any more, and, and Hugh Jackman doesn't do any more. How about I, this, Patrick? Perfect. You're fucking sitting in a wheelchair. How it's the easiest gig in Hollywood. You get blankets on your legs. You're all toasty. To, I can't wait to see it again. I'm going to see great. it again. I'm you just take a shit while you're fucking what doing your lines. I like a Wolverine. <laughs> She's here already. This is not a way to live. It uh, was so, dude, 90. it was. What a good movie, Logan. So listen, everybody out there, see Logan. If you're not, in, if you've never seen one X-Men movie, a Wolf, uh, Marvel movie, or anything. Look, hey, GSP's going to see it tonight. He you might see him in the theater. Deployed. He said, "No, he, he is in Montreal. Those. He likes those movies. I love when he said that he's embarrassing himself. Oh, that was, that great. was great. But oh, he no. also he showed a lot of respect for Bisping too. Like he, you know, he's a he's a good. Well, fucking, Bisping, uh, whether you like him or not, you, you gotta respect. Who doesn't like Bisping? A I lot of people. Like him well, he's, dude, me. he's fucking funny though. He's hilarious. He was. I think his, 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 his he doesn't care if he looks stupid or looks like he's a dick. fuck. He's a crazy drunk dude. You gotta look, dude. Watch that post fight thing. We'll talk about that because that was it was. He just comes. First of all, he comes in late. And then he's like, yeah. George is in the middle of talking. He picks up the mic. He goes, yeah, shut the fuck up and go back to Canada. Nobody gives a shit. Dude, guy, that's exactly, uh, he was just, uh, and George is like, shut up. Yeah, No, I didn't say shut up. He goes, you're embarrassing yourself. It was so great, dude. It was great. It was great. I want to see that. Are you texting one of your nope, girlfriends? No, not texting at all, buddy. I'm What's it like to be single in New York? Um, we hanging out tomorrow after the show? You got stuff to do? I'm only kidding. I'll find stuff to do. Yeah, I have... Uh, Tomorrow. I'm sorry. Go ahead. We're taping... Uh, oh, you got shit to do. A day in advance. I'll, I'll, I'll do something. Uh, I got some downtime tomorrow. We may can have... Can we talk about the schedule? We can talk about it after. We can talk yeah, about... Let's talk about it now. What, who is uh, arguably my favorite new heavyweight, and I've been talking about him for a long time. Um, Francis? Francis Ngannou, maybe. Uh, we're interviewing him in the morning. He's doing the radio show. Normally, we don't interview people at... English is their second language, and they have a translator. Mm. But I love Francis Ngannou. And Are you going to ask him about? Is he now? What's the listen? Francis, what's it like hitting people, knocking them out? <laughs> do you think I'm going to ask him like Andy Rooney? I'm going to do the whole interview like Andy Rooney. Every time I see the guy, he's got sunglasses on. Every time, do you think he's going to wear them in studio? Not if I. I'll say to him, "Excuse me, hey, you go. Oh, why don't you go? I would like you to say, off. how about if he's wearing them? Go, hey, 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 is, is it bright in here? Yeah, hey." <laughs> Interpreter. I might ask him though. I How might do you be, say take those fuckers me- off? I wouldn't English. ask him in a mean way. I would ask him in a way where I seen it before. Now, is it a fashion thing? Is it does it make you more comfortable to talk with? When I first started this gig, I thought I might have to wear. I'm so comfortable with you, I don't need it. But I thought I might have to wear sunglasses. I would say to him, Mister Ngannou, I Good. sure would love to see your baby blues. Does he have blue eyes? I don't know, but he can't say baby brown. It sounds creepy. No one's ever said that about eyes. Do you think that tone is better than snapping at him, or which one do you think works better? Every time I say Francis, I think of Deadpool, because the movie Deadpool, the bad guy's name was Francis. I think of Stripes. Lighten up, Francis. Take your sunglasses. Only you and Longo think of Stripes. The kids nowadays, (laughs) you're not old, though. Longo's old. But uh, I'm going to have to have him in... When you're gone, you're going to be taking a break. I am. Well, not a break. Just gone for two. Because taking I'm, a break. I'm not, you're like, I'm not just... People that are taking a hiatus. Like, oh, no, Dana's hooky. squeezing them out. No, I hope not. No, I'm going I mean, to... Uh, I'm just voluntary because I'm promoting for my Netflix special. comes out March the 14th. What? I'm very psyched. And March I have to 14th? Go out and do That's promo. soon. 
So, uh, yes, right. I'm going to do Rogan's see, show. I'm we'll doing Corolla's show. I'm going to we'll be doing Rich Eisen's show. I'm and I'll be promoting this podcast as well uh, while I'm out there. Could you do could you, doing I'm, a little leg work? Well, I'm leg listening work. now to your, your tour. Are you really going to mention the podcast? Uh, always, man. Right. I love talking about the UFC podcast. I'm doing, uh, I might be doing uh, A Fighter and the Kid. I'll mention oh, our dude, podcast. Oh, do that. I, I, do I was thinking about doing that I show. Actually, I'm not invited. <laughs> I'm inviting myself no, on the no, no. show. I, I asked I'm thinking to do about it. doing that show. I asked to do it. I said, let's see if they would, if they would win. A hundred percent, though. My, my manager said, yeah, they're, they're great. They'll, They'll let you go on. I'm, I'm so. friends with those guys. I never know. I never think people like me. I, I'm the same way. I never think people like I me. I don't think anybody likes me. We all like you. Why is that? You like me. Yeah. Chris, the producer, I'm not too sure, likes me. No, he Chris, likes me. Chris has a love-hate with us. He's yeah. tired of me. But he, he kind of likes goes to home to his newly old wife, and he goes, "These two fucks." Fuck they come in. One guy asks for salted almonds. The other guy is bitching about a salsa. Fucking caffeine-free diet coke. He's been fuck short motherfucker. <laughs> oh boy, he's had enough. Listen, and then he goes to a, "Where's my steak?" Yeah, I'm only kidding. He fucking flips the table like Jake Lamont. You gonna bother me about a steak? Uh, don't burn that. It defeats its own purpose. Yeah, you called those carrots. That's my favorite come line on, in the movie. Honey, honey, come on, honey. Let's be friends. Yes, but let's come be on. friends. I like when he, come on, let's be friends. After he grabs her by the back of the neck, get in there. And he shoves her in a bedroom. Yeah, she was cute, the, the first but one. But right after he shoves her in the bedroom, he yes. shoves her in a bedroom and goes, get in there. And and then and then his brother's like, what are you doing? He goes, ah, I'm a honey. But what are I doing? He's like laughing. Like, what oh, like, they were great. And then she's going, she's like, you're going out. I'm going out. He's like, I don't care what you do. And then Larry, I'm going to kill that dog, Larry. Yeah. You're yeah. animals. I'm going to I'm gonna come up there. I'm going to kill your dog. You're going to find your dog dead in the hallway, Larry. <laughs> yeah, you're and animals. Your mother's an animal. <laughs> I love that movie. And as Jake and Joey are walking out, the crazy wife is screaming out the window, suck him, baby. Suck him. <laughs> yeah. You're going to go suck each other's cocks. She's uh, yelling at this guy in the fucking street. You're going out. I'm going out. I you gotta watch you Raging Bull. If so, first of all, if somebody hasn't seen, so you don't seen think Raging... we're doing Logan? Oh, Logan was so good. I know. Right. Listen, Jimmy, Raging Bull is a masterpiece. What else do if we you have haven't seen that? About. You are a goose. No, I, uh, I guess we're done. I mean, I'm yeah, fine. Yeah, I mean, it was we fun. Had a, I had a great time. Listen, how great was it to talk to George? Lovely. Uh, the, he sounded so ready. To I believe fight. he's going to be in this studio definitely before the fight. He's going to be, he's down the block. I still want to train. I got to combat my sleep apnea. I think of fucking jujitsu every day. I want to go take it. I'm just too tired. No one gives. You've been going on a lot of dates. Yes, I have. What's a what's a light? What's Uneventful. It like? What's it like? That was cool. Spending money home alone. <laughs> yeah, of course. But you probably got excited for the fact that for the, the maybe the potentially she might be touching. Ah, I've been going home tugging my prick, man. <laughs> all right. Anyway, <laughs> no, all right. On I, that like, note. I like going on nice dates. I like going out to dinner with girls. I have a good time. You know what's good? Doing like Tinder dates type of thing. You're no, Tinder, dude. I have been. I have literally... It's crazy, the Tinder. Thing. I've gotten more offers to fight in the UFC than I have dates on Tinder. <laughs> really? I fucking... Dude, I'm How striking How many are you swiping? Out. Like, 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 like. I got carpal tunnel from going to the right. I sw you, Do you understand what a disaster you have to be for me to swipe? Nope. But when you wipe... Now, you swipe that. I don't know. Listen, I'm not a single guy. So you swipe that also they, they come back at you like, hi... What's sometimes, your name? Sometimes, you know what it is? Sometimes they're hookers and I don't want that. Sometimes they are... Fans and I'll talk to them. Or sometimes we're all just so flaky in this day and age. Listen, we're all just so Jimmy, flaky. Life is short, and so are we. I'm going to see you tomorrow, and I'm so excited about that. Yes, my friend. For people that don't know, actually, when this comes out, this will be out Thursday. No one cares. No, when no, we no, do no. it, this comes out. To, this comes out. To... No, I meant tomorrow's comes out Thursday. Oh, right, right. This right. comes out tomorrow, so today. Whatever. But I'm see, Matt and I are I'm, talking I'm right doing now. While this, you're I'm to doing this. the serious. Your serious show. Yes, so. you are in the morning. I'm so excited about that. Absolutely. We're gonna have fun. Yes, All right, Jimmy. Let's let's say goodbye. You want to plug anything? 
Nope, just the fact that Netflix, March the 14th, is coming out. Check out me and Sam Roberts every morning, 8 to 11 on SiriusX. It's such a fun show, man. We did a live event. Go and check out us on demand. We did a live, our first live show at the Village Underground. It was fucking crazy. Anthony Cumi was on the whole time. I, oh, I heard about And Colin Quinn? Colin. Wait, what was that? That was... That was porn I, girls got into a fight at the end. The whole fucking thing. Can't we have fun mess. like that? Chris, the producer, can you talk to the powers that be? Could me and Jimmy do a live show? Would who, people listen, come to it? Who would... And I want people to write you on Twitter because I'm not on there. Or I don't Instagram. check out mentions, buddy. I well, don't know. Hey, listen. Who wants to, to do a live show? What kind of fun? How much fun could that be? <laughs> a lot of fun. Who am I asking? You? The tweet people, the UFC. Let them know. The I people don't tweet. Are, the people Not you. I'm saying people chirp. could tweet. Oh, yeah. Let the, I would love to do a live show. Me too. All right, Jimmy. All right. Well, I'm going to see you tomorrow. Yes, and tomorrow. Uh, everybody, thank you for listening. This was fun. And uh, also, Dana White looking for a fight. Watch that on uh, YouTube. And that's all I got to say. Thank you to George St. Pierre. That was a really, really fun call. That was great. Yeah, thank you, George. And thank you, guys. And Chris. Great right. pre- preparation work by Chris. Thank you, Chris. It's a love fest. Bye. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.